we believe every person has the right to realize all that is possible for their future. Are you someone who is near retirement, who has been diligent about accumulating wealth and is now navigating the what's next heading into the next chapter of your life? Welcome to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. In this podcast, we aim to help shift your focus to the things you can control so you can put your money to work in turning your dreams into reality. Through our trademarked process, The Dream Architect, we make wealth planning fun, informative, and enjoyable. Join us on this journey where Brian and Brittany will explore how you can eliminate your limiting beliefs in the pursuit of all that's possible. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Dream Architect Life Podcast. Uh, we are switching things up a little bit today and we have a, a really special guest with us. So I'm really excited to introduce. Uh, I have with me the host of the Traveling Optimist Podcast, Steve Odie. Steve is an entrepreneur who is passionate about making a difference building relationships for the long-term. He's a first-class communicator, expert in developing and sustaining working relationships at senior levels across different sectors. He is results-driven, customer-focused, and is here to share his light with the world. He's going to provide an amazing spin on what has been the podcast. So Steve, thank you for joining us. Oh, no, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Brittany. And I must say, you know, I've listened to your podcast already and I think they're excellent. And yeah, I can't wait to, to get going. Well, you know, we feel graced with your presence today. And I know that you are going to shed so much insight for our audience, for our listeners, for our clients, for people just listening across the board. So this is going to be a fun conversation. Absolutely. So Steve, I know I gave just a really high level intro that doesn't even scratch the surface of who you are, where you came from. So talk a little bit about your journey and what's gotten you to this point. Okay. Um, So uh, the condensed version. So I'm Steve Odie. I live in the UK. I live in the Southeast of England, South of London, and I am an entrepreneur, a business owner who started off his career really in travel and uh, spent the next 30 years helping people achieve their dreams in terms of travel. And then COVID came along, it had a, a, a massive effect on the travel industry as a whole. And so my business hit a brick wall. I needed to do something different really. And so I have retrained and become a mortgage broker and got my exams and started a podcast I still do a little bit of travel but um, it's not the main focus now because there's too much instability but um, generally speaking um, that's the condensed version in between all of that there's lots of highlights including you know being able to travel to some amazing places in the world Um, I've got two daughters 22 and 18 at university and uh, one's just about to go to university and I'm married to Maria um, and uh, yeah it's so that that's me in a nutshell you know I, I love how humble you are and you know you talk about how oh yeah you know the pandemic hit and you know, just pivoted and I mean there was some really tough stuff that happened there and you know for those listening I highly recommend that you tune into Steve's podcast as well the traveling optimist he has had you know just some brilliant conversations on there and I think his insight and his mindset you know a lot of what we talk about here on the dream architect life podcast 
is all about, you know, where your focus should be and looking at the things you can control and, you know, really putting that positive energy out into the world, not to be naively optimistic, but to be optimistic to the sense that, you know, that regardless of what's going on on the other side of this, things are going to be okay. They might look different, but they're going to be okay. So Steve, you know, that from day one, I loved the title of your podcast and it just is something that caught my attention. So talk a little bit about the podcast, you know, why you decided to do that and really what the inspiration was behind it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, well, really it was, it was born out of the fact that when we, when COVID hit and lockdown came, came upon us in 2020, I needed something else to do something creative. I thought, well, okay. I'd, I'd heard about this podcast you know, what podcasts were and everything. And I thought, let's give it a go. So I just YouTubed how to do it. And I thought, what's, what's it going to be on? Well, I'll, it's all about optimism. I, you know, from the word go, I've really, I've always been all about optimism, Brittany, as you know, and like you said in the, in the text earlier, it's not, a I'm not talking about naive optimism, you know, rainbows and unicorns and things. Uh, <laughs> I am a real, I am a realist as well, but um, generally speaking, it takes a lot to get me down. And I just needed some extra something to do, really, whilst I was dealing with all of the negativity of my business um, hitting a brick wall and uh, which has eventually had to I've had to close the business, unfortunately. But uh, and, and dealing with all of my clients who were not going on holiday and, and for obvious reasons, I needed some, an outlet to to, um, to to go down. Podcast seemed OK. Ironically, actually, it was about 15 years ago, somebody said to me that I've got a voice for radio. And I thought, OK, that's I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or not. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so I Googled, I Googled, like you know, how to start a podcast. I, I looked at lots of YouTube videos and I bought myself like a $50 microphone and plugged it in, signed up to a podcast net, uh, you know, affiliation, not affiliation, but a podcast network or platform, Buzzsprout and uh and just got going signed up I, I spoke to five of my first guests and said would you like to come on and they all said yeah that's great you know because initially it was all about covid and and how i could help other people get through these next few months because way back in march 2020 everyone was thinking oh it'll be over by june and i thought okay let's let's put something together where i you know people can listen and they can and get some practical helps and help and hints on how to you know get through these these next few months so that was great and uh, but what what's actually happened is i've fallen in love with doing podcasts i love it i love the whole experience of being able to connect with new people like yourself and and then really put together a show which is which is beneficial and helpful to all of the listeners and um i, I take a lot of pride in it and that's one of the reasons why I love it so much because I I don't I don't send my podcast recordings out to other people to to edit I do all of that I mean it down the line I might have to but um, at the moment I do it myself and I take a lot of pride in that but I think it's helped me the podcast really helped me get through some difficult times um, in 2020 you know because I'm associating myself with some very positive uh, people uh, very optimistic people and people that you know have got my interests um at heart as well and that was really uh, that was an amazing spin-off really of 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 doing the podcast because it wasn't something that I set out to you know I, I think there's a really interesting theme to pull out here <clears throat> you know we all know how we felt through the pandemic and everybody handled it differently but you know the common theme was that 
there is and has been and continues to be a heck of a lot of fear-based uh, things put into the media or put into social media or, or wherever it is that we're getting any outside information from. So, you know, I think Steve, what you were able to do and, and realize like so far ahead of the game is that people need positive. And if we're all going to get through this and we're going to ban this together, I have two choices, right? You either kind of succumb to what is, or you create something that should be. And I think you are just such a beautiful representation of that and what you've created and what you did. And, you know, without any guarantee of success, you know, those five people you asked initially could have said no. And then you're like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? Ask the next (laughs) five people, I guess. So I just want to commend you for what you did there and how you pivoted and how you put yourself around people that you knew would be uplifting. Uh, I I think that's something, if you're listening here, that's something to take away. I Mm. think there's more magic to that than what people even realize. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you think about you know, this whole concept of dreams, you know, the, the, the podcast that we have is the dream architect life. So when you're pivoting and thinking about creating the life of your dream, something that gives you energy, what does that mean to you and why? Uh, so for me, a, a dream life or success, whatever, isn't necessarily monetary based. I don't base my success or my future dreams on, on anything to do with money at all. Going back a few years when I, I set up my first travel business, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to, I wasn't doing it to become a multimillionaire or anything like that. I was doing it because I wanted to spend more time with my two young children and wife at the time. So it was a lifestyle business. And so therefore I was, I base I was able to base my success on, on that and my dreams on being able to go to the um, nativity plays and the sports days and mm. you know the ballet productions and you know things like that and go on holiday for for three weeks rather than just one week or something like that you know so it was it was that's that's really how I create my dream life is really mm. it's based around my family and b it's nothing to do with money it's all about experience you know I love that and you know that's one thing that we talk about a lot you know internally at sweet financial and you know with our clients as well is that you know a dream life means something different to every single person you know for some people it, it is more monetary based where you know that earning and that kind of next level of success is what drives them and that's okay and then there's others that you know I can definitely relate to you Steve that you know, the kind of financial reward to drive and success and all of that kind of comes secondary to creating a life where, you know, I can be present for my kids' activities and, you know, I can, I can be there for, you know, different life events and we can go and take a vacation and things aren't going to fall apart if we go away for a little bit. So, you know, those are things that I personally value. And, you know, it's just fun to hear other people's definition of that, because it is so different across the board and there's no right or wrong answer. So that's, no, that's always fun to hear. There is absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you've had conversations with some really brilliant people and you have been, I would call it blessed to hear their stories and learn their journeys and, and all of that. So is there a common place where you see people getting stuck or points in their life where they've mentioned some hardship that you kind of see this golden thread. Yes, I I think there's there's a tendency for people to there's several things they get stuck on the minutiae of things they get stuck mm-hmm. on the details when really it's not about that it's just a and it's about getting started 
and and to use the the podcast analogy i would i it could have gone down two roads with the podcast i could have thought well actually you know what it's a bit complicated i don't really know what i'm doing i've never done it before how am i going you know i might not like the way i sound through a microphone how how is that all going to pan out you know w- will guests want to come on my show and so on or because i know this is going to be great i'm really going to help people and i focused on serving others rather than my personal um thoughts on on why it might not work not that i had many of those i must say but um because that's not really my nature i'm not that sort of person hence why it's a, an opt all about optimism and hope but uh, you know so I I could have gone down that road where I just didn't start and and I would have regret I think I would have regretted that because I don't really want to I don't really want to go through life with too many regrets you know if if I can I'd rather give it a go and fail than not give it a go if you know what I mean Mm, that is beautiful advice and you know, that's something that we are definitely trying to encourage more and more people to embrace that, you know, if you sit down, like, let's just say that you're coming up on something and let's take your podcast, for example, Uh, take our podcast, for example, you know, you sit down and you go, okay, so we want to put this message out into the world and here's our intention for it. And this is what we see it looking like. So in a best case scenario, here's all the things that could happen as a result of taking this chance and going after something that we've never done before. Mm. And then in the, uh, the, other column or whatever you put, well, here's the worst case scenario. If it doesn't pan out the way that I want. And what's interesting is that nine times out of 10, when people actually take the physical act of writing that out, like putting pen to paper, the, the negatives are far less than the positives. You know, people get, I think we tend to get caught in our own heads where Mm. we think, you know, kind of go to the doom and gloom or, oh, this is all the reasons why it can't work or it won't happen or whatever. Mm. And, and Steve, like you, I am definitely one that doesn't tend to think that way, but I've caught myself a couple of times. Like I've caught myself thinking, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen if I put this out into the world and people don't like it, or they think I'm weird or <laughs> they, they don't enjoy whatever that message is or, or whatever yeah. it is you're working on. So yeah. I think that's such a great trait that you have in being able to overcome that. Yes. So Along that topic, then, are there any other points in your life where you think about a moment where you had a lot of fear, like you were facing massive fear in taking some chance? What was that point and what did you do to overcome it? Well, apart from looking at the Rip Ride Rocket roller coaster at Universal Studios in Orlando and thinking, oh my God, why have I said to my girls, I'm going to go on that <laughs> roller coaster? The, I would say that it's really the, the last, the, the, the most recent time was realizing that my, I had to take, I had to change my course. So I had to do something that I didn't, I was, I had to step into an unknown and that's going into another industry. So I took all my exams to become a mortgage broker because I didn't really want to be in the same situation in a few years if another pandemic hits. And being in travel was you're going to be hit immediately. There was a lot of fear in there and there's several reasons because A, I had to take exams and I'm not really very good at taking exams and I'm 52. So I I thought all my exams, I feel my (laughs) exams were really past me. And I wasn't, there was a lot of pressure. I put a lot of pressure on myself to uh, put myself in a position to to actually fail something. And I don't like doing that. (laughs) So um, the, the, the fear for me was very real. 
in that if I didn't pass these exams, the next chapter of my life couldn't go ahead. I'd have to have another think about something else. I didn't really want that to happen. So that was very, A, that was very focusing and, uh, and, and B, the, I was going into an area of unknown and that, that was quite scary. Mm. Um, I, I guess that's one of the latest version of, uh, of, of something that's happened to me where I kind of tried to overcome fear. Yeah. You know, I, I think that what you talk about there is interesting too. And, and I ha- I'm just going to pick on you for a minute is, you know, you said, well, I'm 52 now. So my test taking years are behind me, but yet in the same breath, you're like, well, you know, I, I had to pivot and I, you know, decided on a different industry that I knew would be more safeguarded if this happens yeah. again. And so I think, you know, you absolutely are so capable. And, and I mean, I, I say that coming from somebody who all growing up, I did not like tests. Like I love learning. I absolutely am obsessed with learning. Taking the test yeah. is horribly brutal. So I can relate to you there, but no, I, I think that it's, it's, it's wonderful because you know, if you think about it, how often do people end up being faced with some massive adversity or a, a pivotal moment in their life where they have this really, really big transition and the thought process is either I'm too old, it's too late, I can't do this, you know, I, I, I don't know that industry or whatever. And, you know, we see this and especially through the pandemic with people who in similar situation to you, maybe had a business and had to either completely change what they did or how they operated or how they served or do what you did and have to completely change industries in order to create something that was sustainable and, you know, could support their family and all of those good things. So, you know, the fact that you recognized that early on and you acted on it is, you know, that's incredible. And I think that's a testament to your mindset, honestly. Well, so I guess along those lines, you know, we've used the term optimism several times throughout this conversation so far, and we've talked about, you know, kind of overcoming adversities and that pivot and all of those things that come with it. So how do you keep that positive mindset? Like, how do you remain optimistic? Cause it doesn't come naturally to everybody. No, it doesn't. And, you know, throughout my life, you know, that I've always had like, you know, throughout my life there's always been issues where there's been some you know lows uh, as well as highs so I'm not saying it's always been this really incredible trajectory into the uh, stratosphere for me you know life has has had its ups and downs no doubt about it but I tend to put it into a sort of context in terms optimism is the first thing that um I have in my life so it's my life force really it's it's the one thing it's the one constant that I've always had um and I've always been able to look at things in a way that keeps me happy and balanced so optimism is is first and i think being able to stay positive and optimistic during the tough times i always no matter where i am i'm always optimistic i set myself goals i set accountability for those goals mm. i take action on that or I, and, and that I include work within that. So, you know, actions and, and work. And then I've either achieved that or I learn what I can do differently. And then I just say, I'm, I'm just have a, an enormous amount of gratitude for the process and what I've, I've gone through. And then I just repeat it. Mm. So it's optimism, goals, accountability, action, achievement or learning, gratitude, repeat. And that that's pretty much how it how it works for me. I would say that that's the main thing. And obviously staying connected. So, you know, people like yeah. you and 
um, Justine Breen and Kelly Cardenas and uh, all of the people on my podcast that I've met, Rich Davini, Andrew Bodel, they are all incredibly positive people with great stories and, and that sort of keeps me going too. Yeah. You know, so for context here, um, Justin Breen, who Steve just mentioned is actually who introduced Steve and I, uh, and he's just a gem of a human being, brilliant, brilliant, big thinker. And, you know, I'm eternally grateful to him and I know you feel the same way, Steve. So, you know, but I think again, you know, listening to you talk there, you know, I think about our, um, our founder, Brian Sweet and co-host of this podcast. He's not on today, obviously, but we're both really big believers. Part of the way that you can stay in an optimistic state or excited about the future is by having something to aim for. Mm. And, you know, regardless of where you're at in life, what stage you're at, what's happened in the past, you know, there's always something that you can set a goal to, or set a target to, or get excited about. And I think that helps us stay in a, a positive state of mind. So I completely agree with what you're saying. And then you, you mentioned this little word kind of in passing there that I want to pull out and that's gratitude. You know, when you, Like if you think about it, it's really, really hard to be in a crabby, horrible down mood when you are in a state of gratitude. Like if you are intentionally counting your blessings and you're sitting there saying, this is what I'm grateful for. This is what's good in my life. This is what I have to look forward to. These are all of the wonderful people around me it's hard to go into that negative state. So, you know, I think that's something that as listeners are, as you're listening to this and as you're absorbing, you know, what Steve just said there is, is just golden. And it's absolutely kind of the, what do they call it? Like it's, it may not be easy, but it's a really simple recipe. Uh, So I I love that. It's an unlock to certain parts of, you know, your life really, I found. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So you know, you've talked a couple times here and actually a whole theme of this, this conversation, you know, you've talked about these pivots and, and learning and growing. So what do you do to stay fresh? Like, what is something that you do to uh, be that lifelong learner and to, you know, feel like you're constantly growing? God, yeah, Brittany, these are incredible questions. Really make me think, hold on. I think the first thing first is, is always try and keep move, always try and keep moving forward. Okay, yeah. I'm never going back. One one thing the pandemic taught me is actually that doing uh, keep move, moving forward is essential. And and what so what we as an example from COVID, I helped volunteer in our local community. So you know, and we delivered prescription services and food to the our most vulnerable residents in our community. And that was that was amazing. And that sort of that kind of got me out of the 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 the, the hole that I a little hole that I was in. Because I was serving others, I was doing something for other people. I wasn't being, I wasn't able to dwell on things that hadn't gone quite right. I like to pay things forward, as well, even if it's just little things like litter picking in our community. Yeah, um, I do. I do quite a lot of stuff within the community, and I think that helps me keep my feet on my ground. On the ground, it gives me a sense of balance and perspective on things. Rather like nothing's ever as bad as it seems. It really isn't. <laughs> Amen. You know, what's the, what's the saying that if you ask yourself, is this going to matter in five years? If the answer is no, don't spend five minutes on it. (laughs) No, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of things going on around the world. Sorry. In terms of poverty, for example. Yeah. And um, I think people use that word in the, in a, in a a very naive way. You know, I've been very lucky enough to travel to places like Africa and poverty is very real there. Mm. And it's not the poverty that we, we, that we might think we experience here in the West. It's just not. Um, and that kind of perspective is, is essential really in life, I think. 
Yeah. You know, and I think again, the more I learn about you, the, the even more excited I am to have this friendship and this connection because, you know, something else that you did. And, and I think, you know, when you are in that state of uncertainty, maybe, and I think all of us have been faced with that through what's happened with the pandemic and what's happening in the world globally today, you know, there are so many uncertainties, but what you did was you jumped in on things that you can control. So, you know, you're out there serving your community and putting your boots on the ground and you're helping other people. And I think, you know, that's something again, that as listeners, if you're thinking about things, your life is feeling a little out of control or things are feeling uneasy or whatever, just doing something that is absolutely something that you can tangibly take action on. Mm. It it helps keep our minds fresh and going and in the right direction. And yeah, I, I think that those are such great examples of, of how you can stay positive in, you know, maybe not so positive times uh, across the board. So yeah. uh, I, I think that's a great thing, a great quality. So if you were talking to our listeners and you could only give them a sentence or two, like a piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? So I think sort of tying it into financial world and some of your clients might appreciate this in terms of wealth planning and things like that. I think it's is make a commitment to enjoy the ride, mm. but also take the trip. Okay, so if you've always wanted to go and see chimpanzees in the Mahali Mountains in Tanzania, then plan it and book it and do it. Okay, because life is too short. Don't think in 20 years time, that, oh, well, let's do it now. When you're 80 or 90, it's going to be too late. Let's just do it now. Get it, get it in the diary, plan it with your financial advisor sweet financial and, um, and get it done. That's my advice. That is great advice. And yeah, it's completely in line. You know, it's one of those things where we talk about all the time, how, you know, one of the biggest mistakes we tend to see people make, especially when they're planning for their future. And maybe those retirement years is not actually spending enough and Mm. not really investing in their happiness and their future. And, you know, what will make them feel like they've had an abundant life. So that's absolutely brilliant advice. So I'm going to go into, before we round out, uh, I'm going to ask you one more question, but before we do that, Steve, if anybody wants to uh, get a hold of you, uh, listen to the podcast, connect with you in any way, how can they do it? Well, they can connect with me on all the socials, LinkedIn, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, the traveling optimist is, is on all of those platforms. Well, Steve Odie's on LinkedIn, but traveling, traveling optimist is on all those other platforms. Very happy for people to, uh, to connect with me. If they, if they've got any questions about optimism and hope or any thoughts on themselves, then that will be great. Very happy. Or I'll always respond to, to those questions. Yeah. So that's it. And uh, the podcast is available on all the major, major podcast players. Excellent. Uh, all right, Steve. So what have I uh, not asked you that I should have? What was the best thing I did in 1979? Ooh, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so we went, we spent Christmas with friends in Texas and I, I was nine years old and I was able to ride a horse that had just won the calf roping world championship. And uh, that was amazing. It was just an amazing experience to ride a horse that had just won a world championship. That is something really else nobody cool. knows. I love that. And you know, we can go in a whole other direction here and I won't, but an experience like that, I would have this like inkling to think that that may have contributed to who you are as a person today, getting to yeah. have such a cool experience at a young age. So I yeah. love that. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. You have absolutely offered just so much brilliance and insight and your sincere and genuine nature is felt across the board. So I look forward to many more conversations to come. Oh, yeah. No, thank you so much for having me on the show, Brittany. You're doing an amazing job. This is a great podcast. And I know that Sweet Financial are in in perfect hands with you at the helm. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Dream Architect Life podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you heard something that really hit home for you, please share it with those you want to be helpful to. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Sweet Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your retirement planning.